The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free gaming community website at enjin.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Versecast, the Star Citizen podcast. My name is John Abraham. And I am Gleep, and we are Those Guys with Ships. This is episode 18 of our podcast, and today is February 16th, 2945, John. Universal Standard Time or Standard Earth Time, something like that. I don't know. I, Dang, I, I, the, the years just fly by. I know. You know, I feel about the same, though. So, you know, <laughs> it's okay. Um, but, you know, John, uh, uh, we've got somebody new in the hangar tonight. Um, uh, you, we have Jimmy with us. Uh, Jimmy, uh, why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Tell us uh, who you are, uh, um, where the folks uh, in Those Guys with Ships can find you, uh, what your handles are, stuff like that. Hey guys, uh, well, um, first off, thanks for having me. It's awesome. I'm very excited, and my wife's very excited um, that I have somebody else to talk to about Star Citizen. So, <laughs> um, you can find me uh, at uh, Heroes Tavern under Jackson J A X U N. I'm sorry, J A X S U N. Sorry, um, and then you can also find me on Twitter at Jimmy Croker, just uh, like Jimi Hendrix, J I M I C R O K E R. And then on Star Citizen, I'm Jackson there as well, uh, J-A-X-S-U-N. Uh, and then also Ajax Wilhelm is my name there because, you know, Wilhelm. So, <laughs> is that a, uh, yeah. is that a, a Borderlands uh, reference? No, no, no. It's uh, the, the Wilhelm, the movie Wilhelm. You, have you never heard of that? I don't think I have. Oh, this will change your perspective on how you watch a movie forever. <laughs> oh. John, or John, have you John? seen this movie? Uh, no. Okay. Well, Wilhelm isn't isn't a movie. Wilhelm is a scream, and it's a scream. It's an oh, the Wilhelm scream. Yes. yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> You'll hear that in every movie. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, awesome. Uh, well, that's that's good to know. <laughs> can, can you can you do the scream for us now? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> that John, that's what was missing from the hangar. We exactly. need we, we needed that scream. Yeah. We need a Wilhelm, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Well, fantastic. Well, uh, thank you, Jimmy. Uh, welcome. It's great to have you here, and um, uh, we look forward to getting your perspective on um, all the cool stuff that's uh, coming up uh, uh, here in Star Citizen for us guys with ships. Very nice. I'm excited. Let's right. do it. Excellent. Okay. Um, so, uh, either of you guys have a good uh, temperature joke? I couldn't come up with one this week. It's getting hot in here. Okay. No, that's probably inappropriate. <laughs> uh, you know that that that'll work. Uh, One hundred and three degrees. It's the punchline. So, uh, and that's still the name of the song. It's the one that we're using for the intro and the outro of the show. And it's still off of his latest album, Alpha Numeric. And he still is Ron Jenkins. So do check him out, please. RonaldJenkins.com. And thank you, uh, Ronald, for allowing us to use your music. We really do like it. And thank you for not changing your name because it would be really confusing. <laughs> it would. 
What? Why would he change his name? Uh, I I don't know. Why would he, Gleave? <laughs> okay, point taken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So since last time, we have just got a whole bunch of new members, John. We are up to, and Jimmy. We are up to thirty-three members now. That is awesome. Isn't it? That's cool. A, a nice, nice org. It robust. is it's robust. <laughs> it's full-bodied. <laughs> it is. Um, and so since last time, we had uh, Stephen Buck joined us. Uh, he said in his application, great show, you guys sound cool. So I, I like that. Uh, Likey Nibs, uh, who is also uh, Nimrod in, on the Minecraft server, uh, said that he just wanted to join up and that he loves the cast. Um, Pot Smoking Alien, I think this is, has been our favorite <laughs> name of, uh, of the week. Oh, yeah. Uh, is also known as uh, Roos Wayne. And uh, he said, Sup, dudes, love the podcast. And he's picked up all the peripherals and a new video card and new monitor, so he is all in for the Star Citizen. And he also sent a link to a video he did which shows his uh, fiance's perspective on his uh, Star Citizen gaming. And it's, it's pretty that funny. That video is great. It's, 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 <laughs> it's delightfully creepy and funny. So yeah. you, you should definitely check it out. I put a, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. And uh, he's still hashing out his uh, name in the game, though. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, I was sort of uh, thinking that uh, Pot Smoking Alien was not going to work very well in Mumble, but he's, he came out and played with us uh, last night, and it worked just fine. So um, uh, he may need to stick with that. Or it may, it may have already stuck to him. So, um, But anyway, uh, welcome. It's uh, good to have you on board. Uh, Tech Mojo also joined, and he's pretty new to Star Citizen and has the Cutlass Blue because he likes its versatility. He sees himself playing support roles, which is really good because I've somehow managed to abandon anything that's useful uh, in favor of becoming the next Greedo. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we, we need we need somebody that's willing to help on the team. Um, and he predicts that uh, this year is going to be a big one for Star Citizen, and I think we're, we're all um, uh, in agreement about that. Yeah, and he absolutely. Also, he has a, a, a local buddy that he's been playing with who's gonna he's gonna try to recruit to uh, to join us, which is excellent. And uh, you should tell him that because you're his friend, half off the normal initiation fee. So wait, I had to pay twice. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> that, that's that, that's the beauty: half off times two, zero. It's all the same. Oh, just, nice. I like that math. Yeah, you can't beat that with a stick. It didn't work out well for me though. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of recruiting people, yeah. um, I was at Best Buy like months ago, like a long time ago, and there was this guy that was like a re- representative for Samsung or something. Yeah. Um, he worked there, obviously. Um, and I was talking, I was looking for a laptop, and so I started talking to him um, and told him that I would want to do some gaming on it. Um, and the subject of like Chris Roberts and like wing commander came up and he said that his friend was running like a private privateer server. Hmm. Um, and then I told him about star citizen and he had never heard of it. Uh, wow. so I kind of, I wasn't doing the podcast at this time, so I couldn't, or, or the org or anything. So I couldn't like have him come over and join us, but, um, but I guess he he he's really into that stuff, so I guess he looked it up after I told him about it. It was just kind of funny, you know. Usually, when you're talking to somebody at Best Buy, they're kind of 
don't they, know what they're like, talking about. Yeah, like you know more <laughs> than they do. <laughs> right, right. So it was it was kind of cool to to meet that guy. Oh, yeah, excellent. I need an iPad. Oh, there's some sticky notes right over here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, so uh, he says thanks for the show, and uh, he that's how he found the org. So, uh, guys, I think that, that this is uh, this is bringing new new guys out to play with, so I think it's it's a good thing. Absolutely. It's fantastic to see. Um, it's uh, just Star Citizen in general, like, you know, I know the forums can be a little hit or miss or a little hinky, but it's a really cool sense of community with everybody, and, and I'm excited. I haven't seen that in a long time, so it's great to see a bunch of like-minded people all really excited about a project. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just today, we had uh, Fabled Junkyard join us. He came out and played with us last night, and uh, I see him hanging out in the mumble right now, um, probably wondering what we're doing in here. Uh, uh, so uh, when you hear this, Junkyard, we did notice you. We just uh, were, were, were busy recording right now, so we couldn't come out and play. But uh, anyway, it was great having you out there last night, and um, uh, we look forward to playing with you some more. So all those folks, welcome. It's great to have you here, and uh, we look forward to playing playing with you more and and uh, um, thanks for being here um, and also and so at the uh, at the Heroes Tavern we've also had uh, uh, some new people join us since last time uh, we had Darasan uh, who is uh, our Cutlass pilot extraordinaire uh, live from Hawaii uh, he uh, he came out and played last night uh, Stinger 145. Uh, he's looking forward to seeing us in game. Um, some guy named Jackson. Or oh, ban that guy! Ban that guy yeah. quickly. <laughs> yeah, get out, get out the band hammer on that guy. Um, Likey Nibs joined us uh, on Heroes Tavern as well as uh, on the in the org. Uh, Tech Mojo Razy, uh, who um, I had a, a brief Twitter conversation with. Uh, he uh, he said that's pronounced uh, Razy like crazy. So I, I know we were having some issues with that last time. Um, Roos Wayne, who is uh, pot smoking aliens alter ego, um, apparently he wanted to uh, he wanted to use his uh, his uh, his uh, grown up uh, persona on Heroes Tavern. So uh, that's who he is, and he joined us. And then also uh, uh, we got uh, just today again Fable Junkyard. He uh, came out and joined us on Heroes Tavern. So. Um, Welcome everybody, and there's just been a ton of activity in the forums, and uh, there's way too much to recap here, but uh, we do really appreciate everybody uh, putting stuff out there, and uh, uh, highly encourage new members to go out there and add their thoughts and start uh, new threads uh, um, to, to, to kind of keep the conversation going. All right. Um, listener email. So we, uh, uh, John, we started uh, with new email address last week. Uh, I think actually uh, for the for the show and for you and I, and we did get one to the uh, comms at versecast.org. Uh, it was sent to us by Retter, and he sent a link to the dice presentation which Chris Roberts did, and I will include a link to that in the show notes. And uh, it was, you know, it was less about gaming and more about. Um, the business side of things, and he discussed uh, the power of instant communication, how direct communication with uh, customers is changing, how products and services get developed and delivered, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, he was obviously speaking to like other developers. Yeah, he he was not speaking to nerds. He was speaking to the, like you know dudes that see numbers and stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, basically everything he said is what we know is already going on because yeah. you know we're already involved with Star Citizen, so yeah. 
it's that emphasis on community, um, you know, and really just appealing to, you know, de developing a game that people really want to play. It's just, I mean, it speaks for itself. I mean, what, 70, 73 million then counting? Yeah, yeah, I think. <laughs> I mean, killing it. I should look before I say that. Um, where are we at uh, funding? Okay, anyone, anyone want to guess on the exact number? Uh, I was just about to pull up the. I was going to totally cheat and just like nail it, but now I'm going to say seventy three point. Uh, no, seventy two point eight. Okay, guess. now okay, now are we playing price prices rights rules? Yes, we are. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, John, do you have a guess? Uh, wait. Does that mean he's way over? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It does. You don't. You, you don't watch a lot of daytime TV, do you? John's gonna wager a dollar <laughs> and win. Uh, we um, are at. Okay, no, just say it. All right, I'll go say seventy-two million five hundred eighty-nine thousand four hundred and thirty-seven dollars. Nice. But the cool thing is that we are now five thousand seven hundred and sixty-seven citizens over three quarters of a million. Ooh. So yeah, that's. That's groovy. So I wonder. I wonder which we'll get to first. If we're going to get to a hundred million raised or a million citizens. Mm, uh, interesting. Interesting to see. Yep. 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 I mean, I think. Well, I think that. Uh, I think the, the the core community, the people that have been backing the game for I don't know, let's say you know twelve months plus, the, mm -hmm. there's going to get to a certain point where that well is going to kind of run dry. You know, um, where everyone's going to have basically the ships they want. And there's some stuff that obviously that's still. In development, still going to be um, still going to be coming out, but you got to bring new people in. You've got to get people um, excited, and you've got to get those people backing ships as well. Yeah, well, I think that they're trying to do that with um, you know, adding more starter ships, and um, I think when the FPS module comes out, there there could possibly be a way for people to just buy a an FPS arena pass where you right. don't have to actually have. We don't know what's how that's going to work, but I think that they've got enough new stuff coming out that there will be ways that they can creatively make it enticing to different demographics because you know, like right now, um, I think it's primarily focused at guy. Guys with ships. You know. <laughs> nice callback. That's a nice Thank callback. You. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so anyway, uh, Redder, thank you for the link. I did watch the the thing. It was uh, it was uh, it's interesting. You know, I, I kind of like stuff like that. You know, every once in a while, just uh, watching like business dudes like talk at each other. Um, and uh, in my personal email account, I got a because remember we were talking about one of the iTunes reviews we got John uh, Frida from Frida's Boss. I think we had Frida's Boss and and Cashew Matrix, which were yeah. like two of my favorite names ever. <laughs> um, uh, and so anyway, Frida's Boss sent me an email explaining the story behind uh, his name, and it's um, a Fletch the movie reference. Um, you know who knew. What? Um, yeah, it's, it's have you been, seen those movies? I, it's been a long time. It's been, yeah, it's been a long time. Those are good movies, but yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, it's it. Uh, but anyway, so that's where it came from. Um, and he um, he has a freelancer, and he's uh, thinking he would like to uh, do some cargo runs with us. And so we're looking forward to uh, him coming out and playing with us. So uh, thank you, Frida's boss, uh, uh, for the uh, follow up and uh, for uh, reaching out. Ah, now the Twitter. Oh boy, the Twitters have been just blowing up all over the place. We're just uh, we're loving the Twitters here. Uh, we got some a bunch of new followers. Uh, 
Uh, this is a good man. We're gonna have to start ranking these, John. Drunken monkey combat. Mm. <laughs> I, wonder pre- his, I wonder if his combat's any good. Mm. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I, Mr. Mr. Haha, you, you you watch. They're they're coming up on you fast. Uh, like you nips. implement drunken monkey combat in in uh, Arena Commander. In voice attack, you can. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's something like, you know, something like that. <laughs> but um, Likey Nibs joined, uh, Jeff Roy joined, Neil Yates, YZF R6, Brian Wick, Ste- uh, Stefan Bucrell, who uh, was out uh, with us last night, um, and Matt Adel- uh, Ad- Adletta. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Matt, if I'm if I'm butchering that. Um, but anyway, all of those are, folks are new followers. Um, uh, this guy Jimmy again. He uh, he early in the week pointed out that uh, Jean Luc Picard is in fact French. Remember, we were having the whole conversation about uh, about uh, the French adding value to the org. Um, and so you know, if Jean Luc wants to join those guys with ships, dude, you can have every ship I own. <laughs> I was uh, I was yelling at you, John, on my drive into work when you were like, "There's no French. What's the Frenchman going to do in space?" I'm like, uh, "John Luc Picard. Hello, hello." <laughs> I know. I can't believe I forgot that. <laughs> um, that's nice. Mrs. Gleep just sent me a text message with little spaceships on it. That's cool. Aww, <laughs> aww. Um, and uh, Andre um, uh, also uh, tweeted out that he has been building an inventory of his ships in an application called uh, Star Citizen Datapad. Have you guys, either of you guys, heard about this uh, application? No, no. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put a, a link in the notes. It looks pretty cool. Um, oh, I did look at this. I, yeah, I looked at the link he shared. Yeah, and um, uh, he thought that it might be fun to do something similar for the org, which I think would be an awesome idea. It sounds like it sounds like a pretty big undertaking, but I think it would be an awesome thing. And maybe that's something that would be uh, easier to implement once we get um, the uh, some of the org tools in place with uh, um, orgs 2.0. Um, but uh, well, certain- yeah, you, I noticed this probably isn't new, but like just yesterday, I noticed that there's a fleet view tab. On the org page, oh okay. Um, it's grayed out right now, but um, I assume once that's implemented, that we'll be able to see everybody's ships in like you oh. know a nice organized area. Oh, that's awesome, oh, man. That'd be very cool. Yeah, yeah. that that could be potentially embarrassing for some folks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so, uh, anyway, there's a link there, so, uh, uh, check that out, and, you know, thank you for the idea, Andre. I mean, certainly that's probably something we could start talking about if we wanted in the, uh, Heroes Tavern forums. We definitely have the, uh, the, uh, uh, the functionality and the bandwidth to, to at least begin discussing it, so. Yeah. Well, we've got that, uh, that thread started by, um, who was that started by? It was either Yellow Stag or Spaz. Spaz. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's uh, posting what they have in their hangar. Cool. cool. Was that the uh, ship? The ships you can't stand to the ships you never. The ships will never melt, or is there a different one that I missed? Um, I don't I can't remember if, it, if that's a different one. Yeah, but there was that one was there. Yeah. So okay. Um, um, so anyway, thank again, thank you, Andre, for that. Uh, the signal, um, and I can't remember what this means because I wrote it almost a week ago. Um, but he seems to have figured out time travel, and we are uh, doing sort of a time uh, back to the future, uh, working on. Powerball numbers uh, project together, so we'll update you as that uh, uh, comes to fruition. Or I'll, you know, just buy a jet plane and see you guys later. Um, 
And then Darison asked, how will we be able to use multiple accounts? Um, so Wasn't I, this a question that we covered a couple weeks ago? You know, I don't know if we uh, we sort of talked about what would you want to do, I think. Um, yeah, but didn't Chris say that, yeah, this was uh, an intent for the chairman that if you had another account, you could use it as an NPC? Or is, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Or is this um, what Darison is asking what you would do with your NPC? Yeah, so it's kind of a vague question. It's like, are, is he asking if you have like a whole new account, like you know, two different logins, two different usernames, or if you just have multiple uh, packages? Oh, that's that's a good point. Well, you know, Twitter only has like what 180 characters, so it's really hard to get you know too in in depth. Um, but uh, yeah, I hence I, my I, my one of four tweets from last week. <laughs> four or four from last week. <laughs> you were a chain tweeter, dude. Uh, I, I hate people that do that, but it was just like, no, I don't have enough characters to say the things I need to say. <laughs> and I need to say them now. I've seen some people like type in the whole thing in their like tweet space, uh-huh. um, and then let it go over negative, and then take a screenshot and then post that as their tweet. Wow, oh, that's pretty clever. So that's yeah, clever. that's yeah, that's a good way to do it. Oh, that's excellent. So, um, you know, I we could probably devote an entire show to this. Um, uh, what, uh, what, if we have multiple packages or multiple accounts, um, how we would plan to use them? Uh, but I think maybe for the uh, for the time being, we'll just kind of refer back to what Chris said about um, having multiple packages or multiple characters that you would be able to utilize your um, the characters you aren't currently playing as NPCs. Here's an interesting thought. I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys have given this any consideration, but my wife's a big gamer. I love mm-hmm. my, my wife just kicks my butt on console, and she's a beast on, or she was a beast in WoW. And I've been trying to get her into Star Citizen, and she's not having it. But check this mm. out. What's to stop you from taking one of your NPCs, creating your wife or your best friend or, or one of your buddies, and then just telling him, look, man, just buy the game for 45 bucks. You don't even have to do anything. Just log in and smith into yourself wherever I am in the galaxy. You never have to play except when I want you to play. That's sweet. That's a good idea. Could work. It could work. It could work. I'm hoping it'll work with my wife. (laughs) If the character creator's as in-depth as I believe it's going to be, she'll be hooked. She loves a good character creator. Oh, well, I think uh, what we saw... At the end of Around the Verse, uh, two or three weeks ago, where they showed the, that sort of bizarre Play-Doh guy doing gymnastics, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be um, the, the the definition is going to be, or the fidelity is going to be very high. So mm-hmm. there yeah. better be a lot of beard styles. Yes, thank you. Because <laughs> so many games don't get that right. If if <laughs> if they give us an Eve shadow, I'm going to be so furious. <laughs> Oh man, I want my character to look like Mr. T. <laughs> I pity the fool that don't get in my spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. So, um, 
uh, favoriters and retweeters. We just, I, I mean, there's, there's so much stuff here. Uh, we could just spend all day on it. But I just want to give a quick mention to everybody that contributed over the week. Um, and if I miss your name, I apologize. Uh, I'm, I'm pedaling as fast as I can here. So Yellow Stag is always uh, good for some stuff. Uh, Saldion. Darson, of course. Uh, Guard Frequency uh, gave us some love this week. Thank you. Uh, Paul Shelley, The Signal, Razy, Andre, Matthew Adleta, uh, Super Mac Brothers, Tamdemonium, Darth Rich, Hacksaw, and um, that is it. I had Matt in there twice. I'm sorry, Matt. Just one time. But you're welcome. <laughs> Wel- welcome to come back next week. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Really appreciate it. And um, you know, since uh, since Frida's boss has been out on iTunes, nobody else has gone and posted. I guess maybe they they didn't feel like they could uh, uh, surpass uh, Mr. Boss. So nothing there this week. All right. So uh, following up on last week, um, yes, I was right again. Uh, it was Andre that that got the reclaimer, and I can't I, I can't remember why I was waffling about that, but it is true. Um, I also I, I, I think uh, when I re-listened to it, I, I seem to imply that uh, the Hornet was a two-seat plane. It's not the Hornet; it's the Super Hornet. Um, so we wouldn't want anybody to go out and buy the base model, which is available, and then be hating on me because uh, they only got a single seat. Um, our Starfarer uh, pilot, Razy, um, informed me that his name is, I mentioned this, is pronounced like crazy. And we had a, a nice chat on the Twitter. Um, he is uh, stationed in South Korea. So I know he was saying yesterday when we were playing that uh, uh, it was 3 o'clock in the afternoon where he is. He's stationed in South Korea, and, and he works on helicopters, uh, which is pretty cool. That is very and, cool. Yeah, so we just want to you know give a big shout out to our guy with ship uh, serving on the other side of the planet. We thank you for being there, dude. Really appreciate That's it. That's awesome. We, yeah, yeah, thank totally. You, thank you for uh, for coming out and playing too. Um, and um, we have uh, yet again uh, reproven that I am an idiot. Um, <laughs> I have to send props out to Foxfire Rage for his hollow table tutorial on the YouTube's. Uh, it was what I was missing was so simple. Um, it's it's just. It, it's shameful. Uh, but anyway, uh, what I needed was for somebody to say, put your cursor here and then click the button. And once I once I mastered that, um, I've just been swapping stuff all over the place. Now about your fish tank. <laughs> no, I don't have a fish tank still, though. That is so bizarre. Okay, so... All you right, might well, need to still do the reinstall. Uh, I mean, okay. if, you wa- if you want the fish. If, well, I, you know, I kind of do. Is it worth it? They're amazing. It's like it's like watching sea monkeys. I sit there for hours staring at the fish tank. I don't even play I guess the I game. Take I just it log in granted. and look at the fish tank. <laughs> I've been looking at the fish tank since the hangar came out like two <laughs> years ago. <laughs> all right, I may have to I may have to break down and do it after all. Okay, um, so and that's kind of it from from last week. Everything else I think uh, held at least a little water. Um, okay, so um, official stuff since last time. We have the uh, the latest fan spotlight, which is Fanships Volume 4. And I don't know if you guys can click on that link. I mean, there were a couple of them in there I thought that were kind of, uh, kind of interesting. Um, there is the Commander Borf's racing ship, which kind of looks like a, a Lego toy or... Um, something, but I guess it's sort of like a space motorcycle kind of thing. It's the Lego. It's like version. something from, like, Sonic... Yeah, it really yeah. does. Yeah, it's definitely a bit uh, cartoony. Maybe like something that you'd see in Wow. Just put like yeah. you know, smoking engine on the back of it. And put a yeah. Put a, a goblin on it. I'm good to go. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. 
And um, then there's a, a Chami, I guess is how you pronounce that, it has a tactical carrier, which um, some of these are sort of in, um, in uh, I don't know what stage of, of the modeling process, but the... the gray the box. Gray box, yeah. yeah, the detail is not too high. But anyway, um, you know, check it out. There is a couple of interesting ones. My favorite is uh, Kiwi's Sato Dragon. I think that that's a pretty cool looking ship. Well, yeah, it's, it's definitely the best rendered, but I think even just conceptually, like if you're able to kind of wrap your brain around what the other ships would look like finished, I, I agree. I think that the ship is still really cool looking. Yeah. I think if you were to take the Millennium Falcon and put it at the bottom of your book bag and then stack a bunch of heavy stuff on top of it, it might come out looking like that. <laughs> so that that's why I like it. Um, and um, uh, then we had Around the Verse, episode 31, which uh, was aired on last Thursday. And yes, it is standard Earth time, and I know this now because Sandy said so uh, in a new pre-show in-game news type tease segment thing. Um, so um, uh, it okay, is... Uh, so the question now is, how do we get... What is the like the actual time? Uh, like the time of day. Well, I think that uh, Jimmy and I and Chris Roberts in Santa Monica are all on the same time, so we win. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's a really good question. Because uh, like I mean, there's going to be a, a time. There's going to be time of day and like day night cycle in the game. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's like, like I said in the, uh, that series of tweets um it, it just seems like to me that the only logical thing is is that you have like standard earth time uh that is used yeah. for like a, a galactic calendar and then each planet's got their own like thing you know yeah. so it's like each planet like the, you the year doesn't really matter so much anymore if it's if it's if you're basing it on like earth time because the thing is we have 365 days here but there are other planets that have you know 20 days Right. cycle around the sun or or 500 days so yeah it seems to me like it's just going to be kind of a it's a marker of okay this is the the year that we're in or the year of 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 uh, the uee but generally speaking that each planet's got to have like their own individual calendar because how else are you going to monitor seasons and day and night cycles mm-hmm. well that would really add to the immersion too like say if you uh, picked up a um, a shipment of uh, some cargo in Terran space, and it needed to go to um, Tavaran space. And so, suppose that they use a different calendar, and, and their home world has a, a year cycle of 150 uh, days. Oh um, God! Then, you know, <laughs> no, I so already have a hard time like calculating what time it is in England. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know it, that would be you know. Your computer will be able to do this for you, uh, but it would be kind of cool that you know you would be able to watch the, the the time tick off on at a different rate relative to your time um, that you have to deliver your cargo. So I mean, it, it, yeah, it potentially con- confusing, but also you know it's it's kind of like dealing with exchange rates and you know currency. You know, it's like you you have to keep your eye on all of these things to uh, to uh, you know keep track of what you need to know and you have to have i'd imagine you have to have a fixed personal time zone which if i had to guess your personal time is based on earth time like for example you know you've got 24 hours to move some illegal fish before they die you know what i mean you're going to base that you know that 24 hour really a 24 hour cycle is useless in space 
but it's mm-hmm. going to be useful if you've only got 13 hours to move said illegal fish from point A to point B. <laughs> what right. are illegal fish? I saw it somewhere in um, it, one of the um, one of the lore uh, posts. They had talked about moving like um, uh, illicit cargo, and one of them was like a like an illicit pet uh, pet trade, which I'm very excited about. If that's actually going to happen, that would be cool. Are you going to are you going to be like a fish smuggler? Oh, I will totally be a fish smuggler. <laughs> Wait, that sounds awesome. wrong. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I think what at, at PAX uh, South that the in the um, the elevator pitch segment, there was one of the guys got up and was asking for more fish, and I think there was some sort of mention like he that was kind of you know why he wanted. Higher fidelity fish is to uh, to add to the quality of the uh, the fish trade. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, I guess if you were gonna, if you were going to smuggle illegal fish, you would want them to look pretty. Absolutely. Well, you get. I think. I think um, you're supposed to get a fish for every new system that you travel to. Yeah, they were mentioning that. Yeah, that, yeah, you can pick up uh, new fish in different places. Well, that that means that I've been to exactly none systems. <laughs> I, I'm a homebody. Well, they, they, I'm hoping to smuggle some poisonous fish. Then when, when pirates raid me, I'll be like, "Oh, that's sushi great fish. Enjoy." <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, it's it's turned it's turned scary. All right. Um, so anyway, we we have established that time is confusing. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay, and uh, they have a new segment on around the verse, and uh, it was it was kind of cool. Uh, they're kind of changing it up a little bit, and they did a series of short reports from different offices around the world. And um, uh, Jimmy, you uh, sent me some comments in an email about the report that came in from the team in Santa Monica. Did you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, briefly? totally. Um, I actually I loved this week's around the verse. I thought it was really good. I love that intro segment too with the news, like. How cool would it be if they actually did that when the game is live? You know, yeah, where they actually yeah. have reports based on you know things that players are doing or based on things that the economy is is doing, and I just think that would be super cool. But anyway, I think they've talked about doing stuff like that. Yeah, I thought I heard something about that as well. But um, one of the things that I that really caught my attention was um, uh, Darian and Travis from Santa Monica were talking about um, a couple of things. The first one is that they're um, they're reworking the bottom turret on the constellation so that it's got better visibility. But they also mentioned as an aside that the Connie was getting a total redesign. And I'm a huge constellation fan. Um, I have an Andromeda, and that's all I want. I love my Andromeda. I love that I've got um, a snub fighter on the back end of it. But the inside, the creature comforts are not exactly the best. I mean, when the beta looks more comfortable than the constellation, kind of hoping that they do a little bit of a redesign and make it a little bit, uh, a little bit more snazzy. Um, I don't want it to be like the Phoenix, but I'd like it to be a little bit more um, comfortable. And I know that they're really the predominant redesign is based on um, the new character models. But um, Josh Coons and uh, Chris Smith and Austin, I'm watching what you're doing. <laughs> I have a cool. constellation as well, and I can't. I don't think I can really comment on the the poshness of the inside because my Taurus is basically a space truck, right? Mm, so mm. I, I mean, it probably looks as good as it's going to get, 
Well, like but, the, like the Connie's got like um, it's got that dining room table, which is really cool, but yeah. it's got no kitchenette. And I know this is really like minuscule, incredibly unimportant stuff, but yeah, I want to live on that shit. And that my Andromeda uh-huh. is going to be my all-purpose, do everything from smuggling to hopefully I can maybe throw some um, info hack mods in there and and just you know really kit out that ship and have fun with that ship. And so I wanted to have a little bit more creature comforts, just. You know, for the, well, for I the wonder RP if aspect. those those areas, like the kitchen area and like the bathroom, are gonna serve any purpose. Yeah, it's still kind of they're kind of gray about that. I, I'm personally, I'd like to see it serve a very minor purpose, and I think Chris has mentioned that. Whereas, like, you know, you don't have to shower, but after a while, you'll start to stink, and maybe an NPC won't talk to you or will comment <laughs> on the fact that you stink. But you yeah. don't have to do it. That would be kind of yeah. cool, you know, um, or, you know, maybe... Yeah, it could be just a cosmetic thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just little little things that just kind of um, enhance the immersion, but don't really require any any sort of work. Not like the Sims in space, you know, where yeah. if you don't eat, then your, your character's sad. Yeah, although yeah. that would bring in a lot more people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But the big thing, the thing that I really wanted to talk about was um, John. The RSI Orion, the mining ship you're looking forward to, is being concepted by a guy named George Hull. And George Hull is the guy that did the ship designs for Jupiter Ascending. Yeah. I And you sent me the link for uh, for this article from... What was it? Uh, I forget what the art, where the article was from. But there was a bunch of um, concept art from the ships in Jupiter Ascending. Mm-hmm. And... I'm I'm planning on seeing the movie, but um, but yeah, his work looks pretty awesome. Uh, well, that was the thing. I didn't really have much of an interest in seeing it until I saw that on um, Around the Verse. And I was like, oh, okay, now I want to see it just for the ships because yeah. his influence is going to be in Star Citizen. So I th- that would be super cool. But he's, um, he's done Cloud Atlas. He's done Elysium, um, The Amazing Spider-Man, The Matrix. And the really cool thing, um, he's uh, worked on development uh, for Star Wars Episode uh, Eight. Ooh. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So, very cool. Very cool. Well, I have seen the movie, and it's uh, the ships are awesome. The ships are, are very are uh, the movie. The movie's okay. The ships are awesome. So, I, I think uh, I think John, you should be getting real excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It should be. I mean, the Orion will probably be a great looking ship, um, and even just the concepting on mining just sounds like fun. Like I would have never thought that they could make it as creative as they're talking about making it. Yeah. Have you guys seen any of the any of the any of the conversations about that? We uh, talked about the uh, panel discussion panel that they had at PAX South. Uh, Tony Zervik talked about uh, went through in, in pretty um, intricate detail how uh, the mining mechanic was going to work and how um, sort of in the context of how it was going to uh, really um, uh, make team play. Uh, very rewarding and how uh, it, it would be a real team effort to mine that it's not just basically park in front of a rock, press a button and right. then, you know, wait for uh, for it to get done. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but, uh, so yeah, I think it's it's going to be, and I'm hoping it's going to be the same for um, other sorts of activities, you know, like the, uh, the science uh, uh, vessel, you know, right. if you're doing ex- exploring, that sort of thing. 
So, all right, well, cool. Um, in uh, in the report from Ilphonic, uh, the one of the guys there, and I did not catch his name, uh, said that uh, the FPS module is coming very soon, and he emphasized very. And so I said, you know, of course, made my ears go, huh? Eh? Well, Chris and, said it's coming in March, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, because then when the guy from Austin did his report, he said after the social module launches in March. And what? we know, we know... That no 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 he 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 used in in uh, a sentence relative to something else after the social module launches in March so that's telling me that the social module is launching in March and Chris said before that the FPS module will come out before the social module so it's a weird oh I didn't realize that he meant that shortly after I uh, he's he so we're we're within weeks I think I think. I think it's um, it's likely going to come because uh, when when are they at PAX uh, at South by Southwest? Do you guys know? Um, Not sure when that show is. Um, it is. I know there is a um, a link to it in the uh, what you call it in the com. March seventeenth through March twenty second. Okay, March seventeenth. So. That is going to uh, that's Gleep that's Gleep's call on uh, when we see the FPS Ooh. module is March seventeenth, one roughly one month from today, John. Dang, yeah, man, I I oh my gosh, okay, so after like uh, probably a couple after last week, I kind of doubled down on like actually actually learning how to play Arena Commander. Uh huh. Um, and I actually found a helpful video from Hopping Mad Mafia on YouTube. Oh. Um, yeah, he has he has a nice uh, couple videos. Uh, one of them is basic training and then advanced training. Um, oh, cool. it, and it covers you know all the, pretty much everything you need to know for Arena Commander. Um, so that helped me get going, and I feel like I'm I'm pretty con pretty competent at this point. You did a great job racing. Yeah, I, I was uh, yeah, I was surprised that I, I could do anything <laughs> in in the racing, um, but uh, yeah, I can actually shoot things now, um, but once FPS comes out and I feel like I say this like every show, that's when I'm gonna be like really dedicated, and uh, so yeah, I can't wait to start shooting stuff. The the FPS uh, module might be, I mean tentatively could be huge for the game it could bring in a whole new audience and i think that's kind of oh, what yeah. they're hoping for i think it's a lot easier or, or a lot more approachable yeah absolutely absolutely cool all right well and then uh this week's uh, art sneak peek we got a uh look at a concept for a new hollow table and this is uh shown in the uh rental equipment uh, credit design document which came out a couple of days later so we'll be discussing that a little bit more in a minute so um it's uh, an, it was a nice peek but not too sneaky this time well you know the hollow table is nice i like the concept um but it seems like it's designed for you to be using like an oculus well it's going away from what i understand yeah, yeah, th- yeah aren't they replacing it with uh, uh moby glass moby glass yeah, yeah. I- well it's going it's going to be in the in the Moby Glass, but then also uh, you're going to be able to um, uh, access it from like kiosks, I think, which are sort of like the equivalent of the the Hollow Table. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, uh, where is the document? It's a beautiful redesign. I mean, I, I think it looks absolutely amazing. It's markedly better than what they have currently. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, and so, uh, February, February uh, subscriber flare. We got that a subscriber. So I've got a Gladius model in my uh, in my uh, man cave in space. Can I? It's pretty cool. Can I just throw it out there? I'm just gonna throw it yeah. out there. Can I not get a model next month? <laughs> you don't like your models? I did. I like the models, but maybe a tree. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> a tree. You know, maybe a chair. Maybe a recliner. You know. Actually, well, you, <laughs> trees make sense in space. Well, you know, I gotta, you know, something to freshen the area up a little, you know, place up yeah. a little bit. Um, no, I like the models. The models are cool. Um, but I would like to get something else. Not complaining, well, you have, but, you know. You you have the asteroid hanger, right? I do. Yeah, so the, the best thing about the models is they just, like, rip them out, stick them in this display case, and throw the box on the floor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know you, you had mentioned that. It would be nice to clean up the boxes. I'm, I'm like that, too. I want to clean the boxes up. I'll save them. <laughs> I, I think I'll put them in the closet I'm, because they might be worth something and down the road, and I need to rebox them to sell them on whatever <laughs> eBay is on the Moby Glass. But still. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. So anyway, we got we got one of those, um, and then this I I don't know if it's over. Maybe it ends today. Uh, being able I to test it, drive the I think it started on like Friday, and, okay. And they said a whole week, so I think it goes to the end of this week. Okay, uh, let's let's bring up the link. Oh boy, the old Gleepsters inner tubes are going slow today. Um, it might be it might be the the servers. Maybe, maybe the, because um, we'll probably talk about this later, but uh, uh, they did the play with the devs thing today, mm -hmm. right? and it crashed everything. Right, right. <laughs> well, they, they, um, they say here for next week, so I'm assuming that, yeah, you're, that you're right, that it's going to be the entire week. Yeah. Well, it was posted on the 13th, and so we, I guess we can say it could go to the 20th, so. Yeah. All right, well, definitely uh, check that out. Um, I know, because uh, uh, Yellowstag was using the with the 325A uh, in in uh, Arena Commander was because he normally just has the 300I, I think. But didn't he uh, didn't he use the 325A? I believe so. Well, basically, if you know, if you want to, if you want to uh, rule, you have to do what he does. So, <laughs> uh, so or better. Uh, yeah, he is or, a bit or of, better. He is a bit of a yeah. beast. Yeah. I think I unleashed uh, like in this. I'm not kidding you. In when we were doing um, capture the core, just to see what would happen, I unleashed all eight of my missiles in rapid succession. He dodged most of them. Right. <laughs> hey, I, I I was actually able to kill him by unloading rockets, lasers, and running head on into him. So, <laughs> nice. Yeah, and he's yeah. using a controller too. I know. I know. And he has a broken clavicle. It's amazing. amazing. It is amazing. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, 350R and M50 sale. So those are the, the racing ships are back on on sale. Um, I, I think that our experience on the uh, on the race course last night probably didn't uh, didn't uh, sell any new ships. But <laughs> Gleep, Gleep, you had both of these at a certain point, didn't you? Yeah. Well, I've got one of them again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I've got one of them again. Um, 
But we'll talk more about that later. Um, and then, yes, the, the devs versus community dogfights. Um, you know, I, I had hoped to, uh, to get out there. It started at 4 o'clock my time. I got home from work about 4.30 and, and logged in and uh, was not able to, uh, to uh, get into the game. It just it dumped me into a session all by myself, which you know, I tried not to take too personally. Um, yeah, I I jumped in and I got booted two times. So okay. Yeah, I uh, didn't even have a chance. I, I knew I wasn't going to get uh, get home until way after it was over. Yeah. So anyway, like like John said, uh, they did post a um, a note saying that uh, that the uh, uh, the the the, the turnout they broke the servers, yeah. and I think they're going to reschedule for another date. Well, I think they want to do this as an ongoing thing too. Oh, so, okay. And, and and they also want to do it at different times so that you know folks from around the world can participate. So, um, yeah, this I, was just the first pass at it. Yeah, I guess they're going to have to get some more servers. I guess so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about the design document um, because I think that this is very cool. The rental equipment credits. Uh, this is going to be in Arena Commander. Um, you guys, uh, just off the top, do you guys have any opinion about uh, just the concept of renting, renting stuff, winning money to rent stuff in the sim? I I think it sounds great. Okay. And I've I've felt like from the very beginning that. Um, uh, in fiction, the Arena Commander is uh, a, what do you call it, a simulation. Right. Uh, so, you know, obviously, like, any ship that's in the game should be able to be flied in there. Mm-hmm. Um, unless there's, like, some kind of, like, they can't get the rights to a certain ship or something, like, in fiction. Um, right. But anyway, I, th- I feel like you should be able to fly anything, honestly, at any time. Um, but I think right now, uh, since we aren't, we don't have the PU, uh, where people are limited to only the ships they own, mm-hmm. I think a rental system w- is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really, it just makes you, it, it allows you to try a ship out that you might want to buy, Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you decide that you like it, you can go and buy it. Because well, I think that at some point um, we're going to get past the um, ability to be able to melt ships that you don't want anymore for store credit. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and so definitely once we're past that point, you want to be able to um, uh, be sure that in, you know, that if you're going to get a ship, that, you, that it's something that you want to fly. It's like I've... I've uh, bought a bunch of ships and sold a bunch of ships too because you know I'll fly them for a while and you know it, it doesn't you know like for example um, I was playing a Avenger in the, in the game uh, last night and I you know what yeah I like the way it looks but it's just every time I get in the damn thing it blows up you know <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like oh you again <laughs> you know and so anyway it just wasn't I wasn't having a good time flying it so you know I, I melted it and uh, yeah I was having a really good time last night uh, playing, uh, flying in the, um, when we were doing Capture the Core, and we did that one run where we were all in uh, uh, 350Rs. I had a really good time in, in, uh, in that ship, so, um, you know, I, I, I melted, I melted, well, I melted a bunch of stuff, but anyway, um, I picked up the 350R just because, you know, it's a ship that I want to have because I enjoy flying it. Yeah. Uh, it makes, 
I don't, I don't understand why people are freaking out about it. It makes perfect sense. You're, you're playing a simulation in a game. Mm-hmm. You're not taking, you're not suffering any damage. You're not suffering any repair costs. Um, you're not losing any of your lives in permadeath. It, it is a free pass to learn how to fly, try different ships, try different weapons, figure out what works the best for you so that when you are in that situation in a persistent universe, you don't get your fanny handed to you. It's because people have this sense of entitlement. Yeah. And they think that since they spent real money to fly their ship, that nobody else should be able to unless they spent the same amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, you know, that whole people are saying that like it's like a pay to win thing, but it's like you're renting the weapons, you're not keeping them from any extended period of time. And, and, you're now at this point. You, it's not even worth it to buy them in uh, in the uh, VD store. Now yeah. it makes more sense for you to test everything, and then when you really find a, a loadout that works for you on whatever given ship you're using in Arena Commander, then you're going to go ahead and want to buy that stuff and strap it onto your ship when you're in a persistent universe. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, why would you? You know, you you want to go through that rental cycle anyway. And I mean, if I had to guess, if you own a weapon. You can probably equip it in Arena Commander. Yeah, yeah, you can. So yeah, I'm, I, I. Well, I think I think that uh, well, the thing that I've heard complained about the most is uh, that people think that once you uh, unlock unlock something, you know, they're kind of used to the um, the game progression where you unlock a weapon, then you've always got it, right? Uh, ra- rather than you know the rent and return, they would they would rather have. Um, that you you achieve that weapon, it's yours to keep, and that you can use it in the, in the simulation or out in the PU. I really like that they have this um, very distinct boundary between simulation and um, uh, persistent universe, which you know, in by comparison, is sort of going to be our in-game real world. Right. You know, so like if you're if you're in a you know suppose that you're in a military training simulator in a you know. For you know the Navy or the Air Force or what have you, and you score um, so many kills uh, in that simulation, you don't. That doesn't go on your official record as you know, like you actually did it in the real world. Right. I mean, that's something that you achieved inside a simulator, and um, you know it's probably not the sort of um, it's not probably not set up in that simulator. Also, that uh, once you get a certain number of kills, you get to upgrade your weapons and uh, and keep them. You know that every time you log, you go to the simulation. Um, I have an advantage over the other guy that's doing the simulation, assuming they're having some sort of a competition, because I have previously done all of these uh, kills. I now get the best weapons. It's going to be like no, it's it's you. You may get them to try them out. They may, in the simulator, give you new weapons to test. You know, we want to run some some simulation experiments on this new weapon type to see how it reacts to pilot reaction time or, or what have you. But it's not the sort of thing that you necessarily get to keep. You know, so it, it kind of keeps it keeps the the idea that it's a simulation and not the actual game very distinct. Right. You know. Well, and I think that's that's the key point. I think a lot of people miss that point. They think people seem to think, for whatever reason, that Arena Commander is the game, and it's like that's not the game. That's no. that's a test bed for the development staff and a training ground for us. Right, right. And um, you know the idea that it's um, that it's pay to win. Well, I mean the the video. If you haven't seen the video that's on the top of this design doc, watch this. I mean because it's. 
there's a um, an Aurora. <laughs> yeah, I saw he, that. He's just he, killing he's it. Just, oh, he's owning everybody. So um, you know the idea, and Chris even says in his uh, letter at the top, he said, you know, that here you go. This is it's a skill based game. So you um, you can you can win whatever however you define win for yourself um, uh, by improving your skill. Yep. So. Um, well, there might be some people that think that they they will want to spend like all their time in Arena Commander. Like maybe they're not interested in the PU. Mm-hmm. Well, then maybe Star Citizen is not the game for them. Then you know. Yeah, and, it's possible. Or you know, I mean, or alternatively, they test what they want, they earn it in the Persistent Universe, and then use it in Arena Commander. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I you know, once the, say five years from now, when we're you know in the, we've been in the PU for four years, um, you know, and we've uh, you know, John, you've developed your mining empire, and you know, I'm I'm just about to get out of prison, and you know, everything is going along just great. I mean, who's going to care about scores in Arena Commander? Yeah, you know, I'm not. You know, I'm just going to be happy to sleep in my own bed. There'll there'll always be a percentage of the community, and and I get it. You know, it's I'll, I'll probably still do Arena Commander. Um, it's like um, it's for lack of a better example, it's like World of Warcraft. It's like you know, it's like the um, the uh, arena. It's like arena in World of Warcraft. You know, I mean, they can make you can make the argument of well, they get to keep their armor and they get to keep their weapons, but that's not a simulation. That's an actual arena combat in game. But it's, right. it's the same type of thing. There is a there's a, a a section of the community that likes that that likes arena combat, and I get that. But again, it's you know you try out what you like. They they're doing this also to avoid exploits. And then mm-hmm. once you get your build out, once you like it, and the thing is, they're still going to release. They still have a ton of shields to release, a ton of weapons to release, a ton of if you still got power uh, generators to release. There's mm-hmm. so much stuff over the course of let's say this year to test why would you you know you don't they don't want you to own everything by the time the game goes live and they certainly don't want you to have all of it for the persistent universe it would it would be game breaking yeah yeah it's i mean you, there are rewards for backing the development and then you know there is there is the opportunity to play to be able to experience everything that's available and then once you have that experience and you've uh, decided for yourself the direction you want to go in this simulation, then you go out and into the, the real world and uh, uh, and make that happen for yourself. Yeah. yeah, I guess I do kind of feel sorry for somebody that thought they could just live in Arena Commander for the lifetime of Star Citizen, um, but that's just not a reality. That's not what the game is. The game is the persistent universe. Yeah. All of, you know, Arena Commander, FPS module, even uh, Squadron 42 is just other stuff. Well, if that's what they want to do, then that's fine, but don't have an opinion like everybody else's experience needs to be different to make your experience what you want, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, you set yourself up for that. Yeah. I mean, if if that's all that interests you, then yeah, go for it, but don't, you know, expect, you know, everyone else to have to throttle back their experience so that you can have the you know the, the the experience that you feel you deserve. Yeah, it's such a small group of people that actually have this opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously the the vocal minority uh, minority yeah. is always the you know the trolls or the people that are upset. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It's it's the it's the people that post the when is Star Citizen going to have enough money? 
it's those posts, those people. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's right. like they're not. Right. Let them keep earning money. Um, right. But I do think it speaks to, the, to that bigger issue. You know, there, I think that the vast majority of the community um, knows what they're doing. They know knows what they got involved with. They invested, or they backed a game, and they trust the development to go in 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 a direction. Like I trust Chris Roberts and I trust his staff to provide a game that I'm going to enjoy. Is every single aspect of that game going to be what I would do? No, but I'm also not a developer. You know, right. and I think that when you put money into the mix, some people have a, a certain um, entitlement. John, like you mentioned earlier, where they feel like I've put money into this game, I want it this way, and it's like, dude, that's not how this works. Mm. You know, yeah. it's like I put money in this yeah, game. I mean, because you get I, you get uh, some of the say, right? Um, you have an opinion, but yeah, you're not going to get everything. Right. Yeah. You you have an opinion and your opinion matters, but at the end of the day, it's Chris's vision and it's his team that's developing it. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're getting this in uh, version one point one, so um, I'm I'm excited. Maybe that's maybe that's also uh, dropping as part of uh, when we get the FPS module on March seventeenth. Hmm? Maybe. Huh? <laughs> maybe. Yeah. That's a that's a hard date for you. You're you're like you're you're fully <laughs> back in that date. How how well has that worked with this game? <laughs> Not two. Well, um, I just real quick. They had five points here uh, where they discussed uh, why having rental items is instead of, of permanent uh, items, and uh, so the, I think we've discussed. They said that uh, progression in uh, Arena Commander should not equal persistent universe progression. Those are two different things. That in order to um, ex- they strongly believe that players need to go out in the world in order to actually progress in the game. Um, and that a system that permanently rewards you for staying home and playing the simulator will reduce the ex- experience in, in the long run. Um, and as, as Jimmy mentioned, it is a buffer against exploits. So um, if um, if you have an exploit or a weapon that turns out to be way OP, or if um, uh, something else gets broken, you rent it. You only you get it for um, for just a, a one week rental. At, at that point, it goes away, and then maybe they they don't reissue it. Um, or, you, so. or you farm it and sell it. You know, I mean, people just spend all day in the simulators farming weapons. Yeah, well, I mean, but sell it for what? I mean, because uh, it's going to be right. the, the other people are going to. It's it's got a set price, so. Um, and then it's like so, you know, for it gives them a chance to do uh, to do balance uh, uh, balancing, uh, um, you know, essentially test the the balance between uh, ships and weapons, and um, it's a, a method for direct directing the way that stuff gets tested, and um, it uh, it prevents stagnation. It's a it's a way for them to introduce new stuff for us to play with and keep us interested, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I like remaining interested. So, oh, yeah, it's all good stuff. But uh, John, as soon as I earn a little uh, uh, REC, I am going to go rent you a Pewmaster two thousand. Nice, yeah. <laughs> dude. This gun was built for you. It's uh, I don't know if you see it. It's in it's in the the document there. It's just it's awesome. It just it, it looks mean. It looks like something out of um, uh, Team Fortress. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's oh man. Just I want for it. You. Just for you. <laughs> Just for you. I am the Pew Master. <laughs> uh, awesome. So anyway, excited about that. We're going to uh, get this. And oh, the, and I think the, the kind of the coolest thing too is that even though at this point this is serving as as a way for them to test a whole lot of new stuff, this is still going to exist after the PU launches. Mm-hmm. So it's 
it, this is forever and I think that that's a, a really cool thing because you know it, you know you suppose you are out there in the persistent universe and you start to get a little bit stale you know that you're kind of you know I'm just kind of getting tired of doing bounty hunting I want to do something else but I'm not really sure what I want to do I'm willing to go ahead and sell some of my stuff um, uh, in game but what do I buy you know because you know because I'm probably gonna take a loss when I sell my stuff you know um, you go into Arena Commander, you try some different ships, you try some different weapons, and you find something that piques your interest, revitalizes your interest in the game. You sell your stuff and you get that out in the PU. So. Or you're a bounty hunter and you keep getting your butt handed to you every time you go out to collect a bounty. Maybe um, the uh, FPS and AC modules might be good training for you. Exactly, exactly. So um, I, I imagine that that will probably be me. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I, I think it's it's a good document. Check it out. It's got more information. You know, it's like the other design documents. It's it's uh, relatively in depth. Um, this is not quite as thick as the uh, shield uh, document, but it's still cool. And do and do check out the video because I figure this is what it must look like uh, inside Yellow Stag's cockpit. <laughs> It just it just just point just, click die. Just lots lots of wind. <laughs> just wind popping yeah, up everywhere. It's just there's just, just wind everywhere. Wind spraying on his windshield and <laughs> wind clogging up his blasters. It's just wind everywhere. He's covered in it. Uh, oh man, he's like Charlie Sheen on steroids. <laughs> just winning. <laughs> oh my god. Uh so, all right. Um, then we, we got we did get uh, no ten four from the chairman uh, or ten four the chairman that came out today. We will talk about that next time. But we did get ten for the designers, and this was their first time doing that. And it was uh, Dan Tracy, who I think was part of that uh, report from Santa Monica, and also uh, I'm going to butcher this name. I apologize. Uh, I just call him Hat Guy because he was wearing a hat. <laughs> uh, but his his name is uh, Kalich. Was it Notch? It was Notch. Oh, oh my, my God. God! They hired Notch. Amazing. <laughs> um, can you imagine all the ships all of a sudden became like voxel, you know, like, whole, oh like cubes? <laughs> it would be like a whole fleet of Borg ships. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, the guy's name is Calix Renault, and um, they were. It was. It was fun. Um, I. You know the the some of the other stuff I've I've watched and kind of been meh. You know, just not, you know, it's it's interesting if you're into it. But these guys did a good job. And so I picked out a couple of questions here, which I thought were interesting. Uh, Fen Rill, Rill, huh? That was a uh, that was a hard age. Nice. Fen Rill, huh? Uh, said if <laughs> if I shoot at the missiles racked on the outside of your ship, will they blow up real good? And uh, what uh, Dan and and uh, Calix, I guess we'll say, uh, said is no, um, unless the the missiles are armed, which sort of makes sense. Um, uh, if they are armed, if they're you know in the racks and, and armed and ready to go, then yeah, they they blow up real good. And they said to think the uh, the hunt for Red October. And I, it's been a while since I've seen this movie, but I guess there were some. Uh, they would set the the distance timers on them, and so like if if they got the distance wrong and the missiles actually hit the ship before the warheads armed, then the, then the, the missiles would or the torpedoes would just blow would bust up into pieces and they wouldn't detonate. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's kind of that kind of thing. Which, you know, I think, you know, in practical gameplay terms makes sense because otherwise anybody that has missiles, that's, you know, that's their their, their soft spot. And they're essentially a one-shot kill with a laser, you know? you know. And the thing is, if you do enough damage to a wing, they're going to lose that particular wing's missile rack anyway. So, I mean, I get the, right. I get the big bada-boom, but you're still, in a way, you're still crippling that 
the ability to launch those missiles if you hit that wing enough times. Mm. Was was that a fifth element reference? That was totally a fifth element that reference. Sweet. <laughs> Big bada boom. Um, oh, I, space? I loved her so, so much when that movie came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. We were we were discussing uh, that movie last night. Nice. It's um, it, it's a small, small world <laughs> after all. <laughs> that one's for you, Darasan. Um, Space of uh, said will or asked will manning a turret require a barf bag, and uh, they said no. And even with six degrees of freedom, uh, you won't bounce around uh, left, right, up, down, back and forth, uh, just the way that your ship is going. And but you should think of it like manning a gun in the back of a Halo Warthog. Um, so that's that's nice. There's, I guess there's going to be some sort of like tracking or buffering such that um, you're not just, you know, flying all over the place. You know, if the ship is bobbing and weaving and, you know, uh, coupling and decoupling, uh, that's just not going to, you know, bounce you around inside of the turret. It's You're still going to be able to main, maintain, with some skill, maintain um, uh, your target or your targeting on... Your target. Well, that was a big um, that was a big issue back in Galaxies with um, the YT twenty four hundred. When you were in the turrets, it was it be or well, I had a twenty four hundred. Sorry, the um, the other the first variant, the the Millennium Falcon variant, uh, mm-hmm. the thirteen hundred. Um, it was very difficult. Um, it was very difficult to, to target and and engage in combat in the multiplayer ship, especially with the pilot, you know, moving around and trying to dodge stuff. And it got to the point where, I don't know um, if you guys, if either of you guys did the multiplayer ships in, in Galaxies, but the only thing you could do as a pilot was just sit there and fly straight and wait, wait mm. for the targets to come to the gunners. You could literally do nothing else because then they lost line of sight and they got dizzy and it was just a mess. Mm. No, I was, a, I was a power merchant. Oh, I, nice. Um, I... I harvested uh, wind power and um, what was the other kind of power that you could get? Um, there was windmills and uh, water, something else. Right, wasn't there water? Water. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was, I, I got filthy rich in like three months, and I, I, I got so rich I just gave up and ran away. <laughs> my, uh, my wife was one of the best weapons crafters on her server. Was she? Yeah, she killed it. Yeah, I wish I would have done something different in that game because I just burned myself out on it. Yeah. Um, Sam Corwin asked, "Will we be able to unlink <laughs> weapons intra fire group?" So he wants to know if we're going to. Um, so, like right now, um, John, uh, in our deltas, the default configuration, you come out, uh, your f- number one fire group uh, fires all of your lasers simultaneously. Um, so you can go in and like move uh, one set of lasers to fire group number two and move your rockets to fire group number three, but whenever you uh, hit like the main trigger, it's still going to fire everything that's in fire group number one. So it would fire both lasers. Um, but so what there's what the person was asking for is like you know hey can I break it down so that only you know the, the right one fires or only the left one fires or they sort of fire in succession and what the guy said is that yeah there's going to be an opportunity to get down into the nitty gritty details of, of how these things work and um, which you you know sort of makes sense given uh, all of the uh, cool stuff they've talked about we're going to be able to do like with um, uh, the info hacking and all that kind of stuff that involves getting really into the systems on your ship mm-hmm. so. Yeah, yeah, when you said Corwin, I thought of Jeff Corwin, and I, I imagine this guy that, <laughs> the guy that like tackles snakes and 
and uh, alligators <laughs> to the ground, nice. like writing into uh, ten for the designers wow. and asking about Star Citizen. John was on his own his well, own journey there for for a while. Yeah. Well, it, it is Santa Monica, so you know weird things do happen there. <laughs> I don't know. Jimmy, how far is Santa Monica from Venice? Oh, God, I don't know. I never go to the beach. I've lived here for almost 10 years. I've been to the beach twice. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I don't, I've been there, but I just I have no sense of, of time and space. There. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's all about using uh, Google Maps. I couldn't, I couldn't find my way to work without Google's, my Google Maps. Yeah, got to love them. All right, and so um, we then we got uh, reverse the verse, which they um, uh, episode thirty four, which of course um, marries up with episode thirty one of around the verse, um, and uh, they got some really good ones uh, this week. Uh, Orion concept sale begins this coming Friday, John. John, I think he passed out with excitement. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. oh, it's it's. I don't know how to react. See, it did pass out with a claim. <laughs> um, and and the, they said that the price is going to come in somewhere between three and a quarter and three fifty. So that's the part I don't want to react to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's not a small amount of money. No, I don't. No. I don't know what to do. You can always you can always <laughs> melt a couple of ships. That that kind of takes the sting out. Yeah, I only have a couple though. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's um, it's uh, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with that, but uh, expect it to come uh, this Friday. Um, and the Gladius and the Retaliator are using a new system for damage tags, which won't be seen in Arena Commander until Squadron Forty Two is done. Now, I didn't, I didn't. Um, I'm I'm getting this from somebody else's notes, so I didn't actually see them the way they said this. So I'm kind of unclear on what this means. But yeah, that's kind uh, of a weird one. Yeah, it's um. Uh, what are damage I tags? Well, I I think it's a a new way that they they developed a new method for how the ships come apart. You know, when, okay. when they when they take damage, uh-huh. um, and there there was something about them being incompatible that the new system is incompatible with the old hangar system. Um, so now the Gladius is in hangars now. Um, uh, the Retaliator is not. Um, so. Uh, I was hoping, uh, and they have said previously that the Retaliator would be hanger uh, in hangers soon, or was getting close to being done. Uh, but if they have to do some sort of a major hanger update before they would be able to actually uh, show us the Retaliator, that's going to make me all frowny faced. Um, Wait, that's your that's your but, baby, right? You're you're a big fan of that one. The re- yeah, the Retaliator is um, uh, the ship that I'm is going to be my my constellation. It's my big ship. Nice. So yeah. Um, so anyway, it's just it's kind of unclear what what that actually means, and, and that it's not going to be available to fly uh, until Squadron Forty Two is done. I guess probably um, makes some sense um, because that's going to be I'm guessing when uh, Arena Commander Two Point Oh is not going to be. Uh, I don't know. Did we did we have anything on the timeline about Arena Commander Two Point It's like the end of this year, isn't it? I thought that's what I thought. Um, so. Anyway, just uh, you know, that's uh, that's a ship that I'm all excited to see. Um, I've got a big blank spot in my hangar. I put a little a little welcome uh, card there and, and some flowers, and so it's uh, I just I just want it to come home. I think and, um, AC 2.0 is supposed to be like spring. No, not spring. Uh, fall. Ooh. And then PU beta. 
is end of the year. That right. sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll yeah. buy that. Well, um, I'll, we have it in previous show notes. I'll go back and, and look it up because I know we have the timeline there. So, um, But, yeah, that sounds about right, John. Um, and, uh, John, here's another one for you. Uh, the next big design post is going to be about mining and cool. should be... Should be coming our way uh, sometime this week. So they're uh, they're dropping these um, these design documents uh, one after the other, and I guess this is sort of our uh, replacement for the uh, stretch goal um, gifts or stretch goal items. So. It might take me three days to get through them, but I love every single one of them. Yeah, yeah, they're they're pretty thick, but it's it's good it's good you know, and it's you know it's great that they they keep putting this stuff out you know. I, I, I forget who posted it, but I saw somewhere somebody said something about about the design documents. They were like, "Read a paragraph, go watch kittens on YouTube. Read another paragraph, <laughs> go watch kittens on YouTube." And I was like, "Oh, that's good. All right, I'm done with that." Yeah, it was. I, I think that was. Um, oh, it was the the guy on. Um, and I apologize, I don't remember his name on um, Star Citizen. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 the guy that does the woodworking. I can't. I can never. Let's see. What is it? Uh, Julian is the Australian guy. Uh, Chris Whiskey is the um, the guy Whiskey that sounds. Guy. Yeah, he's the guy that sounds like he. You know, he's like uh, um, you know got a beard three feet long. And uh, <laughs> Colby, Col- Colby the Viking, ah, okay. Colby the Viking is yeah is the guy. Yeah, I love their show. Yeah, no, that's a good show. one. I, I laughed and I was like, you know what? That actually sums it up perfectly because that's pretty much what I did. So because it, it is it is a lot to digest, but it, it is especially if it's a topic you're really interested in, like the Moby Glass one. That was a uh-huh. huge document, but I really enjoyed reading it, especially once I finally got through it. But just so much yeah. information. Yeah, yeah, when I first glance at it, I'm like TLDR. But then <laughs> I think about it, and I'm like, I really want to know what that said, though. <laughs> so I go back and start reading it. Yeah. yeah. What you need to do is you need to program voice attack to read it to you. There you go. Just cut. I actually thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, um, so then we, we've got um, uh, some uh, sneak peek photos from uh, Sandy Gardner's Facebook page. And uh, this week we got a uh, shot of the Gold Horizon Station. I'm not sure which planet this is supposed to be on, but it's uh, it looks, uh, you know, kind of like our asteroid hangar. It's kind of, you know, grotty and um, uh, messy looking. So, Nix, maybe? Um, yeah, you would have to think. Maybe, uh, yeah. Uh, Maybe um, we got an arc light laser pistol, which um, just looks it looks kind of like um, they have pistols like this in the um, uh, Jupiter Ascending movie. Um, so that's not really a spoiler, but that's um, oh, I can't why well, I can't see it now. Thanks, I, thanks, Glee. <laughs> God. That's how I add. That's how I add value. Is <laughs> by by ruining your happy. <laughs> um, this thing has a lot going on. It does, doesn't it? Like, it's you know? ridiculous. It's it's just a tiny pistol with this like little undermounted thing, but there's yeah. like like five, ten different uh like sensors on there and stuff. Now I think is, well, is this the Arc Light sidearm that was available for purchase back in November? Oh, that could be. Didn't we get one of these for free with a uh a goal? A, I always forget what they what they're called. The stretch goals. Yeah, stretch goal. My, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think we did because they had the they had the arc light uh, sidearm and they had the UEE environmental coat um, up for sale during the during the anniversary sale back in November. 
Um, so, but there's no pictures of either of them. So there's you don't really know what they look like. But the thing is, it's it's the arc it's the Model Two ArcLight sidearm, and this is an ArcLight laser pistol. So. Okay, at 16 million, every pledger who backs before 16 million will receive a laser pistol. Oh, I wonder if this Maybe. is it. Yeah. Hmm. Were, were you in at that point, no, Jimmy? No, no, no. I, um, I actually, um, I was following the game for a while, but I didn't back until Arena Commander was launched, and I actually had an opportunity to, to play something. And yeah. then, it's, like, literally, I, I played for 15 minutes and was like, I need a better ship. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Well, John, you're going to have this to go along with your Pewmaster. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the final picture is uh, the entry, uh, or an, uh, yeah, I guess it's the entry into the battle arena, and that is just trippy. Yeah, it's, it's like all kinds of like floaty. I know, does that look anything like uh, the Ender's uh, Game movie thing? It looks very similar. Does it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It looks like there's all kinds of geometric shapes floating around in there, which I'm guessing are are things that you can use for cover or to yeah. boost off of. Or well, in or the movie, they use each other's bodies as uh, cover. <laughs> oh, excellent! Nice. Heat yeah. shields. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So, um, thank you, Sandy, for that. And we we did retweet uh, all of these. So, if you want to check them out, uh, go follow our Twitter, or uh, you can also just go to Sandy's Twitter and uh, look at her tweets. Because usually, when she tweets, there's a picture associated. with Yeah, it. she's really cool about that. I, I I always dig that man. She always get a little little something for you to check out, and it's just like, oh, what can that be? And then you do a little digging and find out what it is. And yeah, it's always good times. Cool. All right, so um, let's talk about what we've been playing. And first off, I'd like to talk about uh, those guys with ships playing in Arena Commander. Woohoo! Um, we got together twice since last time uh, we recorded. We got together on uh, last Thursday, and then we got again together again on Sunday. Um, uh, Thursday, uh, uh, Jimmy and uh, Yellowstag and Darasan, uh, John and myself, we we, came, we went out and played and. Um, we did uh, Vandal Swarm three or four times, and of course, uh, Stag dominated because that's what he did. You were hey, you were the uh, last man standing on uh, the last round that we played. You were still hanging on, so I I I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I, I I have I have this new strategy where I go hide behind a rock and wait till everybody else dies, and then I come out and go, "Hi, hey, I'm here." <laughs> oh, well, that would explain your score. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so, um, uh, and, uh, Darasan is, uh, again, he's flying that, that Cutlass, which, um, um, I now have a Cutlass too. Uh, so, um, I have that, I, I have him to blame for that. I dig, um, I dig the black. I was actually kind of hoping to, um, mod it out to be more of like a low profile, smaller, um, smuggling ship that I don't nest that maybe pirates will leave alone. So, yeah, you know, I've, yeah. I've got one, and I, I dig it. Um, it's a little loosey-goosey flight-wise, but um, it's going to be a fun ship to mess with. Yeah. Well, that's why I got it is because it's, um, you know, it's got the modularity uh, thing going for it. And then also it's got, you know, out of the box it comes with uh, with great weapons. Mm-hmm. Um So I did, I melted down my uh, my car to all, so I'm not going to be, oh. uh, I, don't, I don't got... Yeah, and I don't, and I don't have my herald. My herald's gone. Um, so, I'm so excited um, for the herald. The herald and the constellation, are, I think, are going to be my two, predominantly my two yeah. ships. 
Yeah. So I but I've got the I've got the Cutlass now and the uh, and the 350R because the three the 350R in um, in uh, uh, Capture the Core is just a blast. I'm sure. Yeah, so, it's it's yeah. it's fast. So yeah. Um, so anyway, we uh, we did. Um, I think that's all we did was we played uh, Vandal Swarm three or four times. Um, we hit level fifteen a couple times, and I think uh, that um, oh, an Ace was out there. Um, uh, was Ace out there on Thursday? No, no. I guess Ace did not make it on Thursday. He was out last Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, um, uh, but anyway, uh, level eighteen. Now, do you know is level eighteen the last wave? Or does because uh, I I tried to search it on on uh, on the inner tubes and it you know there's stuff that says you know level twenty nine or wave twenty nine, um, but so I don't know does it have a cap or does it just go on infinitely? I have no idea, but I mean at what point like I mean how much tougher can it get? You know what I mean? Like at what point yeah. does it come well, level I mean, out and they just throw swarms at you? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've been as high as level fifteen, and that was uh, that was plenty that tough, was, but yeah. it was fun. Yeah, no, that was yeah, was that was fun. a lot of fun. It was it was a bit um, it was a bit chaotic, which was which was nice. You know, there were a lot a lot of ships and a lot of uh, near misses and a couple of uh, crashes, and it was it was a good time. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Mm, yeah. Um, and then last night we had twelve of us out there. Can you believe mm-hmm. that? Twelve guys with ships. That was just so cool, so cool. Even Mrs. Gleep was impressed. She said, "Really? <laughs> like there are twelve? There are twelve people out there that will play with you?" <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, real quickly, Ace was out there. Uh, Stephen Buck, um, who we mentioned earlier, joined uh, the group and uh, Heroes Tavern. Uh, of course, Mr. Stag was there. Uh, Darasan, uh, live from Hawaii. Umaroth uh, from uh, the UK, and I think. I think uh, Umaroth uh, had sent me a message back when he joined that he's going to be gone for a little while. I think he's I think he's going to Africa, if I'm not mistaken, um, which is very cool. So I hope you have a good trip there and, and come back soon. Um, and look forward to playing with you some more. Uh, Fable Junkyard, who uh, joined us last night um, and is now on, on, the, um, on the site as well. Uh, Pot Smoking Alien, uh, Razy, Likey Nibs, uh, Jimmy John, and uh, myself. So Jimmy it John. Was Jimmy John, we've, and, we've merged uh, together. We're we're yeah, we're one awkward person now. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, really likes sandwiches. Mm. Turkey mm. sandwiches. Yeah. Wait, you guys have Jimmy John's, right? No, no, no. Okay, um, it's a sandwich shop. It's like uh, it's like like uh, Subway. Okay. Oh, okay. Out okay. here in the Midwest. Oh, oh no! Are they good? Yeah. You like them? My sister loves it. Do you have John? Do you have In and Out? Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh no! I'm sorry. Other John. We're both John. <laughs> John's, which is why I'm John doing... squared. <laughs> yeah. We're um, okay. So all together, we're John, Jimmy, John. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, uh, I'm getting a little queasy. Uh, yeah, it, you know, uh, uh, Jimmy, it wasn't that long that we've had the In and Outs up here, oh, okay. um, and that. That was a huge, huge thing. I mean, we used to um, do road trips to Disneyland, and you didn't get past Magic Mountain without stopping to uh, to go to. That was the first in oh, yeah. was uh, up there, up there at whatever that town is, um, up by Magic Mountain, and uh, that was a it was a big deal. And you know, you were really cool if you came back with an In and Out um, uh, T-shirt, nice. you know, because then pe- people knew that you know you went on the road. Mm-hmm. You know. No, nothing, yeah. nothing like a double double animal style. And the rest of the world is like, what are you guys talking about? 
Oh, yeah, is that the protein huh? style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, okay, got Gotta it. love it, yep. Gotta love it. Okay, um, and so last night we played some. We played a bunch more stuff last night. We played some Vandal Swarm again, and actually we, we were only able to get a couple guys in there because we just had too many folks out there. And yeah, even- I think we had we had eight people um, throughout the whole night with uh, some people leaving and new people joining in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but I think uh, next week if we have any more people, we're gonna have to split into like uh, two different lobbies. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, have to do squadrons think, for sure. I think yep. so. But um, uh, I know that Ace and Steven were playing when we uh, logged on at 6 o'clock our time, and they had already been up to uh, Wave 18 once and uh, made it again. So those guys were out there just kicking butt. Wow. Nice. So props to them. Um, and so then, um, you know, we, when we were talking about uh, last night how we hope that uh, in future iterations of arena commander that we're going to be able to have larger groups playing in co-op situations you know so that you know our group our organization can you know train as a team uh you know not against each other but you know um uh against a a common foe um so then we played capture the core we played two or three times um uh, there were some technical issues um uh i when i was in my avenger i couldn't see anything i mean it was like i couldn't see any ships any other ships i couldn't it was it was really really frustrating was it every time with the avenger every every time um and and so um uh that's part part of why i ain't got one no more um but uh but the one the one match that we did do um uh, in the 350, I played in the 350. I really had a lot of fun, but then it turned out that we we were also somehow got lopsided and we're playing two against four. So um, that could have uh, contributed to some of my success. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we did squadron battle. We made, we must have. I think we did two, maybe two or, or, or so squadron battles, and uh, there were fewer technical uh, issues in that. But you know, uh, it seems like the the major technical issue is uh, is folks spawning with their helmet on backwards. Right. And uh, and uh, it seems like the easy fix for that is just to go ahead and eject and then come back and get a, another ship. But unfortunately, John, for you and I, the the Delta doesn't doesn't have an ejection uh, function yet. So um, you know you, you have to wait for somebody to. Well, I, what I was doing as I was you know begging someone to come shoot me, I felt so you know so emo. <laughs> um, and uh, and uh, I forget who it was that I think it might have been Razy who pointed out. He said, "Just fly into the terraforming beam," <laughs> and that worked so oh, well. Yeah, that'll burn you <laughs> up real quick. Well, it uh, does. It has the self destruct. Does it really? Yeah, I was doing it earlier. I was working on my um, uh, voice attack, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, to try to set up my weapon profile or whatever, mm-hmm. um, to like reset it, I had to kill myself every time. Uh, so I was just doing uh, self destruct, which I think is control backspace, hmm. or alt been... alt backspace, right? Man, alt okay, alt L is um. Eject. Eject. Right. Okay, yeah. Alt backspace is self-destruct, which, uh, which starts a 10-second timer. And when that's up, uh, you blow up. Oh, okay. Well, so I, that was working for me. Well, uh, look at you, fancy man, reading the instructions. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then we did, and then the, probably the, the, 
the most hilarious part of the night was uh, we did some Murray Cup racing. And um, in the first one, I think we were all in uh, 350Rs except for uh, the pot-smoking alien who was in his M50. And um, uh, we, several of us, uh, started off the first race uh, by smashing up uh, in the starting well, and, tube, and, and um, then hitting the bits and pieces when you reloaded back in was just delightful. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I, I almost finished that race. I think John, John, you finished second in the first race, didn't you? Yep. Yeah. 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 And then in the second race, we took the the long track, and we all uh, were flying a different ship, uh, just kind of to have fun without it. I forget who was flying a cutlass, but uh, I think like pieces kept breaking off because it wouldn't fit through the <laughs> the ring. Or, um, but um, I was flying. Um, uh, gosh, what was I flying in that? Um, I can't, I can't remember. Maybe in my event. I don't know. But anyway, um, uh, it was a very, very long track. It's a very confusing track, very easy to get lost. And once you get lost, um, it's kind of you pretty much have to kill yourself so that it'll reset you pointing in, in somewhat the right direction. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, I was John, flying my Mustang, and, yeah, I won, but I didn't see anybody else in the race despite having gone off the track, like, so many times and... Also, um, I noticed that sometimes when you go through the ring, it doesn't uh, it doesn't trigger. Oh. Uh, so I had to fly back through a couple times, mm. which which was kind of annoying. I well, you know, and it, well, I was, was going to say the um, what's interesting is that that the the ship maneuverabilities become painfully apparent in the on on the races mm-hmm. as opposed to uh, just in an arena commander combat like. Um, yeah, I had flown a three hundred, the three hundred series the last time that we had the Tesla, uh, or the last time we had like a free week. I had flown those during the race with uh, with racing, and I really enjoyed it. It handles very tight. But when I was in with my Beta uh, last night, it was real loosey goosey. I found myself overshooting yeah. um, a lot of the, um, the 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 markers, the the cones that you fly through. Um, I found myself just spinning out and overshooting a lot of them. And it was kind of like, well, this must be what it's like driving a gremlin, you know, at the, you know, <laughs> at the Indianapolis Speedway. Well, do you have your Constab on? Yes. You did? Okay. Okay. Because that was, because I believe Constab does not, is off by default. And if you don't oh. put that on, then it will, um, uh, it, it, it tends, you tend to drift, oh. you tend to drift off course. I yeah. did not know that. I will have to take a look and see if that's on or off next time I uh, race. Which in Arena Commander works great, right. you know, or in um, in uh, any kind of dogfighting because you want to kind of like do sideways strafing mm-hmm. and, and what have you. Um, but uh, on the race course, you know, you just, you tend to end up uh, parked inside uh, somebody's luxury apartment. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so. I, I just I felt very much like um, you know like like I, like I tweeted to you guys with uh, Talladega Nights, like Tom Cruise use your witchcraft to get the fire off me. I just uh, <laughs> my performance was abysmal at the on the races last night. Oh well, you know, I mean, and I think this sort of uh, uh, speaks to the group of guys that were out there. Nobody really cared that no. much, you know. I mean, it, it wasn't. I mean, I've played in groups, and I'm sure you guys have too, where um, something that you know, obviously the 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 system uh, is uh, is still a work in progress, but 
there, you know, there would have been some rage quits and there would have been, you know, folks, um, you know, really QQing about, uh, you know, everything that was wrong. But, you know, everybody, you know, had a really good sense of humor. And uh, I got a couple of messages last night after we got done. Um, I got one from uh, Darison, I think, and then also one from uh, from Razy saying, you know, hey, you know, had a really good time, you know, and, um, you know, glad that found these guys to play with, you mm-hmm. know. So I... I think it's I think it's a good group, and uh, if you're hearing this and you want a good group of guys to play with that uh, don't get too worked up about stuff, you know, come, uh, we'll, uh, we're going to be doing this every Sunday, so. Yeah, I had fun just sitting in the lobby and, you know, talking about the game and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, it was definitely a good time. Absolutely. I, um, but I, you know, uh, Gleep and I were talking about it earlier before we started recording that, like, when I'm in um, Vandal Swarm by myself, I'm killing it. I'm on fire. And then when playing with other people, it's a whole different avenue. And I haven't done a lot of PvP, but being able to play with a group of guys that are that are plus or minus, but relatively in the same um, skill set as I am, except for Yellow Stag, of course. Um, you know, it's it's a huge uh, learning experience. It's like it's like okay, I'm not dying instantly. I have a little bit of wiggle room, so I can start playing with how I approach a target and, and, you know, what's the best, the best way to, to evade. And I, I think it's like, it's a lot of fun just being able to, to learn from playing with other people. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, um, it's, um, really a cool way to, um, to build up to getting ready to, uh, to do this in the, in the actual game, which I think, you know, the, you know the uh, the friendships and the um, uh, the playing uh, uh, groups that we form now are going to be invaluable on, in a skill based game in, in the PU. It's like you know, you know, if you want to be a cargo runner, you're going to need friends who can fly with you to protect mm-hmm. you. You know, and so we're in the process of developing that kind of group where um, we're going to have friends that when we're ready to to go do stuff, we have people to do it with, and we're going to be more. Uh, successful um, because we are a group. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's um, yeah. So there. so there and there it is. So there. <laughs> yes. So we're cool. Come play with us. <laughs> All right. So um, uh, have you guys been playing anything else? I know uh, Jimmy, you uh, you said that you um, um, you had some challenges with uh, Windows eight point one. So Saturday night. Um, I went to boot in to uh, to do a little AC, and I got the black screen of Doom that you still have the white cursor. And mm. so basically, you're able to to sign in to Windows, but then instead of the operating system loading, you just have a black screen and your cursor. And I mm. went online, and there were a bunch of tutorials that like dove really deep into DOS, and I'm like, I'm not that smart. Uh, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to set it on fire. I'm going to burn it all down. And so I just did. Um, I just did a full uh, reinstall of iOS. Problem was that I didn't back up my voice attack, and I've been working on my voice attack for months and months and months. Mm. And it was heartbreaking. Um, I got before Sunday. I got all my core functions back in, but all my cool little personality things, and you know, like um, I had stuff on all the different races. I had a couple of planets in there, so I would say, you know, tell me about uh, Nyx, and uh, the voice attack would go through the basics of Nyx. That stuff is going to be a pain in the butt to get back, but I did learn a valuable lesson about making sure that I back that up going forward. Mm. 
Well, is and so is this a common problem with eight point one? Um, I've it doesn't seem like it's a big enough problem for Windows to to make a to do about it. But yeah, there were definitely a fair number of people online that had experienced the same issue, and a lot of them had said the same thing: either do a um, a refresh, which I couldn't do for some reason. It was telling me that that partition was blocked. But again, I'm no computer genius, so I just said, you know what, I'm just going to burn it down, and uh, yeah. just did the reinstall. So. Now I've I've heard a couple people talking about Windows 10 and which is a free upgrade, right? Yeah, yeah, will be, yeah. And uh, saying that it's actually uh, pretty stable. So um, I, I don't know, John. Are you are you on eight or are you still on seven? I'm on eight point one. Yeah. Are you? And how's that working for you? It's working good for me. Is it? My research when I when I was researching it, it seems like it was there was there's some sort of driver conflict, like when like. A random driver will set this bug in motion. Yeah, huh. I've had issues before where my PC thinks that something I have plugged in with USB is like a boot drive, and it tries to boot up to it, and mm. it just won't boot until you unplug that and like restart the computer. Hmm. Um, so it's like trying to boot off your joystick. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, it'll try to do stuff like that, but oh. yeah, I mean, PC, nobody really understands oh, it. <laughs> I was I was cursing PC so bad Saturday night. Oh man. Uh, um, yeah, I recently, uh, I recently, I told you before the show, um, I got uh, Carbonite, uh, which is like sixty bucks a year for unlimited uh, storage, nice. and uh, so you just run the software and it backs up whatever files or uh or folders um and whatever drives that you want uh to the cloud and then you can pull up the software and restore any file uh from you know uh, multiple versions of the file if it's been mod modified well, in any way or anything gotcha. um so i i think that's it's totally worth the price i thought about picking up like a hard drive and doing a backup with mm -hmm. that but it's it's actually cheaper to just uh, do the sixty bucks a year. Well, most most of my and that's the thing is most of my stuff's in the cloud. Um, but it was just it, it was mm -hmm. voice attack. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's like you know I use it for a game and it, it was just one of those things that I hadn't gotten around to backing up yet. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. There's like not a ton of files on my computer that I would miss if I lost them. Uh, but there are those few right. that I don't want to manually have to think to. Uh, back them mm -hmm. up, uh, you know, so often. Uh, so I yeah. lost them. Um, I have uh, the Emma voice pack, so you know I'm super creative. My my AI is just called Emma. Um, but uh, it was just heartbreaking when I, I downloaded Voice Attack again. I put in a command. I have um I have a a way to ping it to make sure it's working in game. I just say you know hi Emma, and it goes it goes hello Captain. And I was just heartbroken when I was like hi Emma, and it went hello Captain. <laughs> and I was like, oh, where's Emma? No! <laughs> Your girlfriend is Oh, it's just heartbroken. <laughs> I was just absolutely heartbroken. Um, and the, the company I bought the voice pack from um, got bought out, and so they're not offering it. Uh, they're not offering a consumer version anymore. But luckily, I still had my, um, my purchase info, and I sent them an email. I'm like, please help me. And they, they sent an email back, and basically what they said was, here you go, you have seven days. This time, go ahead and back it up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, and those uh, voice packs are really expensive, yes, aren't they? Yes. Uh, I 
spent $45 on that voice pack. Yeah, I mean, it's like, because the software is like seven bucks and the, um, uh, you know, the, the, the make it fancy is right. uh, like five, five yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, voice attack is great. It's $8, it's an $8 program and it works beautifully. Um, but I, Emma is just, she just sounds so pretty. She's British. I like mm. her. Yeah, the default ones are pretty yeah, boring. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, have you played anything uh, other than Arena Commander yeah. when your computer's working? Uh, yeah, actually, um, I go back and forth um, on console. Um, so, which I know can be a dirty word with PC gaming, but we have all three. So, you know, um, my son's a big Halo fan, um, and he doesn't live with me. So, him and I will uh, will will do um, we'll play uh, Halo together. And my wife is a big Mario Kart fan, and she's playing the new Final Fantasy. Um, and her and I play, um, um, uh, whatchamacallit, I can't remember now. In any case, um, Diablo. We play Diablo together. Um, but the oh, game okay. I've been playing lately is Apotheon. Have you guys heard of that game? No. So it's for the, uh, the PlayStation, and it is awesome. It's basically, picture in your mind a Greek painting. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, it's a uh, 2D platform uh, RPG. So you know, like Castlevania, but it looks like an ancient Greek painting. Wow. Yeah, it's huh. really beautiful, and it's it's a fun game. And basically, um, Hera uh, uh, wants to overthrow Zeus, and so the game starts with your city being rampaged. So you learn how to play by defending the city. Then Hera brings you up into Olympus, and you have to basically start killing all the gods. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and um, it's it's just it's it it's hard to explain, but it's just it's just really pretty. It's it's beautifully done. It really looks like an ancient Greek painting. Hmm. Did you ever play the uh, PlayStation uh, game Journey? No. I oh. did. That was such a cool game. Yeah, I was I just uh, Jimmy pick it up? It's like for like five bucks, and it's just like this really sweet game, and you could play it in. From start to finish in forty-five minutes, and okay. it's—I won't tell you any tell you anything else about it, but it's—it's it's just like when it's done, you kind of like you feel better about. Oh, okay, nice. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> I um, I'm, yeah. I'm playing through. I bought Halo Master Chief, and I'm playing through it because my son, like I said, he doesn't live with me, so he loves Halo. So I'm like, well, I haven't played Halo since like you know the first one. So I bought Halo, and my first-person shooter skills are so rusty. But of course, I'm like, oh. If I relearn Halo and get really good at Halo, that's going to help when I play uh, FPS at Star Citizen. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, he's just been just kicking my butt. It's, a, it's so you guys are playing Master Chief Collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We basically, you know, I'm playing through the whole collection. He's playing through the whole collection. But um, on the weekends, him and I will will get together and we'll do um, basically death matches. You know, and yeah, I think nice. the last the, the last round of twelve. Um, the score was like uh, I want to say it was like twelve to seven. Him, and he just always kicks my butt, man. It's embarrassing. It's really <laughs> embarrassing. Well, there'll be fond memories that you guys will have to uh, share. Years yeah, of now. him beating me. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing, awesome. man. I like my wife just destroys me at Mario Kart. She plays online with people all over the world, and she just destroys. And it's like, I can't even, like, I just give up. Like, I don't even, I'm like, go ahead, just whatever. I'm going to watch you because I just can't with this. <laughs> I, I just need, I need to I, feel better yeah, about myself. exactly. I'm sorry, John. 
I was just gonna say I played uh, Mario Kart Online as well, and it's it's not pretty. No, it's not. Like I feel like when I play against my friends, it's like yeah, I'm doing pretty good. But then I go online, and it's like oh, there's no competition. No, no, it's just they're they're insane. I'm just it's it's like all like ten year old kids that have like they've mastered mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. and my wife is my wife's is like a, at 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 games. My wife is is a is a yeller. She'll 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 oh. close the TV. She'll scream at the TV. I've had to close the windows. I'm like, people are going to think we're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, John, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing. I played a little bit more of uh, Dying Light. Uh, uh huh. And my light. Has kind of died for that game, to be <laughs> <Wow>. honest. <laughs> what, play, what part I, of it? Uh, it just feels like the story isn't going anywhere. Okay. So, okay. like, running around the world and uh, killing zombies is fun, um, but I feel like there's just not very much motivation. Like, uh, pretty much all the weapons so far have been. Like, the most exciting thing I've gotten was, like, a rusty machete. <laughs> Um, that's exciting yeah. yeah uh so i don't know i'll i might play some more of it uh but i actually uh got my hands on a copy of evolve I, uh, oh, cool. so i've been playing some of that as well i really want to check that uh, out we um my my son's actually playing that too he just picked it up and i'm like ooh, maybe i'll get that next month and we can you know do some gaming but um that's cool are you enjoying it i am yeah um i need to play some more it's it's one of those games where I I have to play a lot of it to uh, understand how the classes like really work, uh, because there are like cooldowns and stuff for for the different weapons, um, and you have to you have to like really manage those, uh, and so yeah, there's there's a lot of different balance between the different classes, and then there's like three different characters for each class, so there's four classes versus the one monster. Um, and I think there's three different monsters as well. Okay. So each class and each monster has four basic abilities slash weapons. Um, and they're all completely different. Uh, so I, in, I, I played in the beta or the alpha, um, and I was horrible with the monster. Uh, but when the game came out and I started playing it now, uh, I played the tutorial for the monster, and now I feel like I'm probably strongest with the monster. Uh, but I, it seems like all the classes, they're like fully, they're really uh, fleshed out, and it seems like all of them would be fun. I definitely wish I had like three other, at least three other um, hunters to play with, um, if not a friend to play as the monster, because I feel like that would be fun right. as well. Um so yeah, I don't. There, you can play it in single player with bots, right. uh, which is all I've been doing so far because I I want to understand how to play the game before going online. Uh, but but yeah, it's a cool game. Graphics are awesome. It's cross platform too, uh, isn't it? I don't think the multiplayer is cross platform. Oh, yeah. So I but it might be coming because supposedly Windows Ten is hooking in with uh, Xbox One. And I think they showed off the new Fable game, okay. uh, playing somebody was playing on Xbox One uh, with somebody else on PC. 
So hopefully they'll be hooking those together more. That would be great. Uh, I have an Xbox One okay. as well. So yeah, that'd be awesome if. They yeah, did that would that. be pretty cool. Um, that's my uh, my son's got an Xbox One, so um, I, I'm really looking forward to some cross-platform stuff, so I can actually do it on my PC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, other than that, I did pick up another mobile game. <laughs> um, it's called Crossy Road, <laughs> and Crossy Road. It's huh? that sounds adorable. Yes, Crossy Road. Um, it's kind of a clone of Frogger. Ooh. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's actually really fun. It's just one of those, like, endless runner type games, mm-hmm. uh, where you just try to get, you know, a quick score in a few seconds. Um, but it's a lot of fun. There's, like, a ton of different, uh, like, characters that you can choose from. So, like, I have the wizard, and he just randomly, like, sets stuff on fire. Uh, and then if you use, like, the Frankenstein character, the screen, like, has this, like, old film effect on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So if you like those kinds of game, like, I guess, I don't, what, what is the genre? Like, the Flappy Bird genre? Is that called the Endless Runner? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, so. I, I, I played Frogger and, um, well, I, I threw probably half a dozen, uh, uh, Atari paddles uh, across the street playing <laughs> yeah. water. Yeah, <laughs> my uh, my dad. All the neighborhood kids got Atari. My dad got in television, so I had to play like Ladybug instead of Pac Man. Oh. It was brutal. Oh, it was oh. brutal. That that's why you need to let your son beat yeah. you now, so that you know when when he gets older, he's he's gonna he's gonna remember mm-hmm. you fondly. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, cool. Uh, well, um. I have not had a whole lot of time to play, but um, I've been playing mostly Arena Commander, um, except, uh, like I said, Friday night I have game night where some folks come over and we just, you know, get some takeout and then uh, play mostly mobile mobile games. And uh, uh, I picked up uh, GTA San Andreas for my Shield tablet and because uh, I hadn't played that game since PS2. And... Um, and I, I don't even remember if I finished it. I think probably I spilled something on my PS2 before I got it done. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, getting getting to uh, to uh, uh, back into that game and, and seeing the um, uh, the uh, the neighborhood and which some several of the the places there in that game they also had in uh, GTA V. Uh, so it's kind of cool going like, oh, I know this uh, this place. You know, like um, where they go to do that drug deal with um, uh, the three of them in that one uh, bad neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in GTA GTA Five in in San Andreas, that's where the guy lives, and so uh, or something very nearly like it. So um, it's uh, it's a pretty um, it, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of nice. fun. Are you are you um, are you going to pick up GTA Five on the PC? You know, I don't know. I mean, it's just um, I'm trying to. I I, I want to spend as much time as I can playing Star Citizen, and yeah. it's like right now between uh, work and uh, and uh, real life, it's just um, I kind of gotta I gotta throttle back my uh, my my appetite. It's tough. It's yeah. tough to find the time. It's um, yeah, yeah. Well, especially I mean, we've really seen these last couple times. I mean, skill makes a huge difference mm-hmm. in this game. You know. You know, it's like John. I think you were talking about last week. You know, with with uh, a new FPS comes out, you know what to do, and mm-hmm. you and you already have a level of competence that allows you to just go and enjoy the game right out, 
uh, right out of the box. Where I think in this game it's going to take a little bit more work, and and it's fun too. You know, it's like um, you know trying all the. Now that I I figured out how to work my hollow table, you know, it's fun to go like you know, well, what will happen if I put this on here, and you know, and and how do these two weapons work in combination? I spent uh, I spent you know. all of a Saturday. I think it was either last Saturday or the Saturday before, just swapping weapons. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's kind of um, kind of where I'm at. I mean, when um, War Thunder comes out for the uh, Shield tablet, I will definitely get that, just because um, I'm I'm kind of into the the flight sims now, so um, or into flying things. So that'll that'll be um, something I can do when I'm playing mobile. All right, well, gentlemen, I think we covered it. Um, I am Gleep, and you can find me in Those Guys with Ships Star Citizen organization um, on the subscriber forums. I'm also on Heroes Tavern, Twitter, and on Steam. Um, I've got links in the notes to uh, all those contact points. And I've got my new email address, which is uh, Gleep, G-L-3-3-P, at versecast.org. Uh, reach out, ask me a question, um, give me a chocolate chip cookie recipe, whatever you want to do, I am there for you. Uh, Jimmy, thank you very much for uh, being here. I mean, it's been a lot of fun, um, and uh, hopefully we can uh, we can get you to come. I back. would love to. Um, uh, it's 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 awesome, man. I, I really I um, I've I've always liked your guys' podcast, so you know the opportunity to actually come on was is just great. So I mean, thank you guys both seriously. Oh, it's it's been a pleasure. Um, I, uh, you know, tell the folks where what you want to tell them. Oh well, um, you can find me. Uh, I'm most active on Twitter. Um, so you can find me at uh, Jimmy Croker again, like Jimmy Hendrix. So J I M I C R O K E R. Um, and then uh, you know, over at Star Citizen, it's uh, Ajax Wilhelm or just Jackson J A X S U N. Um, and then Heroes Tavern, um, which I just joined. So I'm looking forward to you know posting in there and getting to know everybody in there as well. So which is also Jackson. Cool. Can, can you give us one more Wilhelm screen? Um, sure. Give me a second here. Let me. Uh... Ah! <laughs> Excellent. And see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John, how about you? You can find me on Twitter, uh, Steam, RSI, at the only Gianto. That's J O N T O. Uh, and that about, that's, that's it for me. You can find the show at comms at versecast.org, where you can email us about anything. If you have questions about the show about star citizen um if you want to share something cool with us we would love to read it um you can tweet at us at versecast where you can do all the same stuff um and you can keep up with uh when we're playing you know we don't always just play on sunday sometimes we randomly jump in there like we did last week on thursday uh so keep an eye on that uh plus we we retweet and tweet out you know news that um right when it comes out uh, then you can find our organization. We are those guys with ships. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what it was. Those guys with um, um, horse. What buggy? are they? What What do we use in this game? <laughs> um, that's robertspaceindustries.com slash orgs slash versecast, uh, where you can where you can join us and we we will fly together. It's been a lot yeah, of fun. And- and if you and if you uh, join there, um, I, uh, John, and I, and um, uh, Jimmy, I think too, um, are adding everybody uh, to their contacts list. So while we're in this process of getting um, 
kind of the um, uh, the group play, social interaction stuff uh, happening uh, for Star Citizen. That's that's our way to, to be able to contact you in game and invite you to come play with us. Yep. Um, then you can join us at HeroesTavern.com, where we have our forums and our Mumble server. Uh, we've had some pretty cool conversations going on in the forums, uh, and the Mumble server is great uh, to to get together to play. Uh, you know, Star Citizen, Star Citizen, or uh, anything else. Um, so yeah, that that's been great. I I really like uh, using the Mumble server. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot better than. Uh, than just the text chat, because uh, yeah, 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 definitely better interaction. But um, so yeah, you can join us there, and uh, we would really appreciate it if you went to iTunes and search for Versecast. Uh, even if you're on a PC, <laughs> try to get your hands on iTunes and leave us a review. It helps us out a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we would uh, appreciate it if you did that, and then uh, you should go check out Ronald Jenkins at ronaldjankies.com. He does the intro and outro music for the show. Uh, oh, and for the last thing, you should go check out engine.com. That's E-N-J-I-N.com. Uh, they are sponsoring the show. Uh, they are supplying us with the website. Um, you can create your own website at engine.com. They have like really easy tools uh, to allow you to uh, create a website uh, for anything. Uh, it doesn't even really have to be for gaming. Um, but it's just so easy to do. You can, and if you were, if you're into this, you can like do HTML stuff. Um, I'm not really very good with that, but I did set up the whole Heroes Tavern website. And if I can do stuff like that without HTML, then I think the engine tools are pretty good. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's stuff you can check out. Excellent. And that's, that's Engine.com? Yep. All right, fantastic. Well, thank you, Engine.com people. We appreciate your support of the show, and uh, um, uh, we, you know, we, we like your stuff. Heroes, Heroes yeah. Tavern is a, is a pretty impressive site for you not having any HTML skills, man. So, yeah, kudos. It's, yeah. it's pretty funny. I kind of just, I cobble stuff together, and it happens to t- turn out decent. <laughs> Because <laughs> like all the buttons are just like PNGs that I that I created, and like when you hover over them, it changes to a different PNG. <laughs> it's it's pretty rudimentary, but I guess it works. Being a good cobbler can uh, can get you a long way. In the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, um, unless there's anything else, you guys, oh, yeah. good. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, then we will see you in the verse. See you guys. Later.